Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan Milligan. So where do your best ideas come from? Do they come to you when you're hard at work? Well, the answer might surprise you. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to do less this week and unleash your best ideas. Pretty big promise, right? But first, this podcast is brought to you by the 30-Day Get Productive Challenge. It's a free online video course that you can take to double your productivity in the next 30 days. Along with the challenge, you get worksheets, PDF checklist, and more. You can start the challenge today by going to simplelifehabits.com forward slash start. So let's get right into the episode. Being busy doesn't mean you're productive. Have you figured that out? It took me a while for me to really understand that. But just being busy and looking busy doesn't mean that you're getting the right things done. I mean, how many times have you arrived at the end of your workday only to wonder, what did I accomplish? And most time management gurus always focus on how to cram more into your day. The more you process, the more productive you are, so they say. In corporate America, the ability to multitask has been highly valued. However, we now know that recent studies show us that there are major disadvantages to multitasking. It breaks up focus. And in order to work smarter than harder, you need to learn the art of thinking. Thinking is a skill that is not taught. And most of the time, it's not even mentioned in most time management seminars. Yet, what's interesting to me is that my best ideas have come to me in moments of quiet contemplation. My best ideas have come from a simple walk around the neighborhood, leaning back in my chair and daydreaming. And I'm sure it's probably true for you. So the question today is, is it possible for you to do less this week and yet unleash your best ideas? Well, I'm going to submit to you four types of productive thinking. Now, if you want to read an entire book on the skill of thinking, then I highly recommend that you read John Maxwell's classic. It's called Thinking for a Change, 11 Ways Highly Successful People Approach Life and Work. It's a great read, and it'll really get you down the path to carving out time in your week to think. But I'm going to share with you four of my favorite ways to think. Number one, reflective thinking. Now, I actually do this each morning, and it's before I get my day started. We often start the day with our brains full. Stored away in our morning thoughts are things to get done, places to go, dreams to pursue, ideas to nurture, prayers to pray, and decisions to make. And this is why I start my day with what I call morning pages. I didn't invent the term. 
many authors and writers use this as a form of exercise. In fact, you can find a link to the show notes on a post called The Benefits of Morning Pages and Your Productivity. So the goal for Morning Pages is for you to wake up in the morning and write 750 words. And you just write whatever's on your mind. A to-do, a fear, a dream, a thought. Just get it all out. And often I find when I do that, I'm able to get moving on my day because I've taken the time to unload everything that's cluttering my mental focus. So after I do this reflective thinking, some people call it journaling, then I'm able to focus. Now, I use Evernote as a place to store my journal entries. And I, I basically, it's as simple as having an Evernote notebook labeled journal. And what's really cool is I can go back now, I think close to four or five years, and I didn't get it every single day. I mean, there were days where I wasn't able to complete a journal, but there's journal entries in there for the last three or four years. I can see how I've grown in my journey over the last couple of years. But each day I simply just start a new note, label it by a date as a headline, and I write about whatever's on my mind. So I'd encourage you to develop this habit of reflective thinking. It'll sharpen your mental focus. Number two, there's focus thinking. Now each day I also want to pick out just a few to-do items that I want to move forward. Now, with all, without going into all the details, and I hope to share more either on the podcast or on the blog, I have a process that I keep. It's a planning and doing process, a workflow that I have in Evernote. And I specifically have a notebook called Master Planning. And this helps me to see what big projects I want to focus on. And I literally have a place where I've I call it one note is called my idea incubation list. And it's just a place for me to throw in every single idea. But just having a bunch of ideas isn't going to get anything done. Not in your career, not in your online business, not in your life. But taking those ideas and narrowing it down to five top projects will really get you moving in your business. So I've narrowed it down to top my top five projects. And then after I brainstorm all those activities that need to be done to complete those projects, each day I start with only five tasks. Now, if I get more than that, great. I'll go look and see what task I can add to it. But I'm only looking at five things. And I am bullheaded about getting those things done as early in the morning as possible. And for me... This simple process is focused thinking. Because if not, you know what happens? You, you end up in the email, you end up on Facebook, you end up on social media, and it's just a time suck. You get sucked in, and it's 11 o'clock, and you have yet to do one productive thing. But focused thinking will help. Number three, possibility thinking. Now, this is what people often call daydreaming. And honestly, daydreaming has gotten a bad rap, in my opinion. Instead of 
possibility thinking. We tell our kids to go to college, get a stable job, do what others tell you to do. We trade time for money, and we see work as a necessary evil. But possibility thinking will draw people and opportunities to you. And not in some kind of mythological way, but people who think big attract like-minded people. Possibility thinking can also give you an incredible amount of energy. You know, when I decided I was going to write a Kindle book, I hadn't written any, I hadn't written a book, I didn't have a book published, but I wrote a Kindle book. You can find it on Amazon Kindle. It's called Career Manual, A Proven Formula to Discover Work You Love. And I literally had completed that within 30 days. It's been an entire year since that's been published now. I published it in July of last year. And I've had an extraordinary amount of positive feedback and comments. I've had uh, other authors reach out to me and bloggers. Um, and it's opened up many more opportunities for me in my online business. But it started by me actually taking time to think and have possibility thinking. And that is energy and excitement in action. Do you take time to think of the possible? What could be possible? What could this make possible in your life? And fill in the blank. Possibility thinking can move your business forward, your career forward, like nothing else. And then finally, number four is strategic thinking. Now, I've often heard Zig Ziglar say, Most people spend more time planning their vacation than they do planning their lives. Do you spend time in strategic thinking? What direction do you want to go with your life? How about your career? Are you intentional with your relationships? For me, strategic thinking allows me the opportunity to ask the right questions. Am I headed in the right direction? Is this what I should be spending my time doing? Am I being the husband, the father that I should? Am I getting the results that I want? This all comes from strategic thinking. One of the greatest ways that you can engage in strategic thinking right now is simply to create a life plan. Decide right now what the most important areas of your life are, And then what you want to accomplish in those areas. What's the vision that you have in those areas? And that alone, taking that simple process, will begin to pull you in the direction you want to go. That's strategic thinking. So, how much time do you you devote each week to thinking? Is it possible for you to do less and yet accomplish more? Well, i got a challenge for you. I want you to learn the art of sitting alone with your thoughts. Now, I know it can be hard. It can be difficult. But the results might just surprise you. So think about how you can use these different forms of thinking in your everyday life. The reflective thinking in the morning. Focus thinking first thing when you get, you're getting into your work day. Possibility thinking that allows you to stretch yourself 
and be propelled forward in your career and your life. And strategic thinking, actually thinking about where you're trying to end up and how you're going to get there. Well, that is my simple challenge for you today. In fact, that's it for this episode of Simple Life Habits. And I'm always grateful for those of you who are constantly tuning in, giving us feedback. Uh, especially grateful for those of you who recently went over and gave us a rating in iTunes. In fact, Tim Thompson said, Jonathan does a great job giving actionable insights and thought starters. Thanks, Tim. And then David and Tina said, thoughtful and insightful, a helpful podcast filled with wisdom, a real blessing to find. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate that. And if you guys are enjoying this, it'd mean a lot if you'd share it. Let other people join in in what we're learning. And as we're growing together, and I'll continue to share the things that I'm learning in my own life as we go through this process. So until next time, go start something small. It just might make a big difference.